minus four, three, two, one, zero. been around that track so it's not just gonna happen like that because I ain't no holla back goil I ain't no holla back goil eh. what's up doc not much bugs just doing a podcast intergalactic boombox podcast won't get to the question of the week this week because I had to record this episode in advance of a road trip to visit family so uh yeah moving on nothing to see here these aren't the droids you're looking for you know what's turning 50 this year? Five zero? Half a century? Email. Email. All the email. And to give us a little history lesson on email is uh, Bubba the Boombox Bot. Yo, Bubba! Lady Gaga's platform shoe stank. Ew. What is it now? Wonder if you could go over the origins of email. Oh, fine. Well, back in the day, Ray Tomlinson was the first person to send a message between two computers. Okay. Mind you, these computers were bigger than refrigerators back then. Right. The internet was called the ARPANET. You know what ARPA stands for? It's not a Swedish supergroup, is it? All right, Weisenheimer. ARPA stands for Advanced Research Projects Agency Network. Never heard of them. The app symbol came along in 1971, designating the destination email address. Oh, interesting. In 1983, MCI Mail was the first commercial email service. AOL, Hotmail, Yahoo, that all came along in the 90s. Gmail came along in 2004. Yep, I got my first Gmail address in 2004. In 1992, you can finally attach files. Finally. Nowadays, smartphones push the evolution with text messaging and social media. Email feels like an afterthought, given everybody's instantly reachable on their devices. And many businesses communicate with a wide variety of apps. The youngsters hate that all people are on their social media or use the same messaging systems as them. That really fries my motherboard, something fierce. Settle down, Bubba. You sound just a tad bit bitter. Look, why don't you just work on enhancing your calm? You know, get all zen. Oh, yeah? How do I do that? I uh, just unplug your cranky butt. Oh, man, fell for it again. Sound design is one of my favorite aspects to filmmaking. I mean, just taking found items or creatures and, and crafting something new and interesting for sci-fi. You know, Ben Burt... Legendary for uh, creating the Star Wars sound effects library. You know, the pew, 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 pew sound uh, clanging a wrench on the guide wires of a radio tower. Or the T-1000 sliding through metal bars in one piece. That was made with uh, dog food getting sucked out of a can. And if you've seen the new movie Dune, there's these uh, dragonfly-looking ships called ornithopters. And for their unique sound, engineers and mixers started with beetles' wings, uh, some cat purring, and a tent canvas strap strung up in high winds for that flutter sound. Hey, fascinating stuff, Captain. Right, Gets? Yeah, I mean, it totally is. Yeah, you know, I like watching the credits, and I like seeing all them jobs, and I wonder what they entail. Me too, Shiggles. Yeah, I see Best Boy. I'm like, who's getting married? <laughs> uh, Best Boy? I thought it said Beast Boy. Right. I'm like, what are the Teen Titans doing working on a film crew? Oh, oh, and a gaffer. What's a gaffer do? Oh, he wanders around the set and goes, <coughs> he gaffs. Ooh, Strange Brew deep cut reference. Two points for Gits. Uh, take off, eh? No way, hoser. 
Disney continues going down their classic catalog of animated movies and turning them into live action, which is questionable artistically, but hey, they certainly are profitable. They're going all the way back to the beginning with Snow White. Rachel Zegler set to play her and Gal Gadot on board as the evil queen. That's some inspired casting there. I know she's just going to knock it out of the park, just like Angelina Jolie. She was great as Maleficent. And nowadays, when I think about Snow White, I think more about the Mandela effect. You know, that phenomenon where multiple people all remember something a certain way, but it turns out it was never that way at all. Like we all say mirror, mirror on the wall, right? But if you watch Snow White, the line is magic mirror on the wall. Mandela Effect is one of the biggest rabbit holes you can go down. The name originates with political leader Nelson Mandela, who died in 2013, and yet there were were just tons of people who thought he was dead in the 80s in prison. Morons! Every last one of them! Ah, conspiracy. Just the guy I need. You need a lobotomy, Herbert. So tell me, Ken, does Curious George have a tail? Yes, yes he does. Yep. What? The Monopoly Man? Does he have a monocle? Is the Pope Catholic? Yes or no, Ken? Yes. Yep. You ever see that uh, Sinbad movie, Shazam? Hundreds of times. My VCR ate multiple copies of it. Yep. Doesn't exist. Impossible. What? All right, how about this one? How do you spell fruit in Fruit Loops? Oh, aliens and their globalist agenda. I no, knew it. Never mind. Many people thought it's the actual spelling of fruit, but the Fruit Loops has always been spelled with F-R-O-O-T. Oh, I bet you're the Fruit Loop who thinks it was the Berenstein Bears. Nope, it's always been Berenstein. You're a bear stain. Well, thanks for at least getting my last name right. You know what? Your mother should have swallowed you. The internet blew up this week with a brand spanking new Disney Plus Lucasfilm trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. And here to perform a literal trailer is Narrator the Magnificent. Thank you for another subpar introduction. And action! Return of the Jedi Spider-Bot fan service. Fett says he's not a bounty hunter. And another alien says, Pshaw, as if... All Mandalorians seem obligated to take off their helmets, as if we can't sense emotions unless we see their friggin' face. Even Fennec is tired of it. Fett won't rule with fear. He's gonna rule with R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Boba wants to make a deal with Jabba's hotcakes. Give him a bunch of really cool fight scenes, and in return, he could look even cooler in Jabba's pimp throne. The Book of Boba Fett. Coming on December 29th, so remind your family you want a Disney Plus subscription for the holidays. Are the streaming releases just not quite scratching that itch for you? You still need a physical disc on your shelf, and your collection is just going, you need more clutter in your house. (laughs) I look on a high-def digest every so often to check out the the latest Blu-ray and 4K release dates, and I'd like to share some of the the cool new titles that will be getting a nice physical release here very, very soon. November 16th, the new Candyman, and alongside that, uh, the movie that wasn't that bad, as long as you forget that they stuck Final Fantasy in the title. Talking about the spirits within. Disney's The Jungle Cruise, also out on the 16th. And uh, Mad Max Anthology, as well as separate releases of uh, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, Road Warrior, and of course, Fury Road. The Evil Dead Groovy Collection features Evil Dead 1, 2, and all seasons of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Please note that Army of Darkness is a universal property, so it's not in the set, unfortunately. November 23rd, you're going to get new 4K and Blu-rays of Citizen Kane, Rosebud, T2, Uh, The 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers, that's my favorite version, and the most ridiculously intense drama ever with Adam Sandler in it, Uncut Gems. 
I mean, that movie's really, really good, but wow, <laughs> just like on edge. Just thinking about it. November 30th, Shang-Chi. If you missed it in theaters, it's coming out on disc alongside with a steelbook edition. Thanks for listening to the Intergalactic Boombox. Remember, your feedback is always desired, encouraged, and all that stuff. Comments, questions, suggestions at BoomboxPod on the Twitter. Also, the Intergalactic Boombox at gmail.com if uh, you're the kind to avoid social media. It's evil! Evil, I tell you! Take care of yourselves, stay safe, and remember, always do your best. What you plant now, you will harvest later. Unless it dies because you forgot to water it. Until next time, I'll see you on the flippity floppity.